It's me, Roz Dresfeles. Oh, it's like so Halloween-y right now, and I am just having the time of my life, and I'm so happy to keep hearing from you guys. And I wanted to read something that I saw in the Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresfeles. This one came from Deborah, and I definitely wanted to shine some light on this because... Uh, she was, she's looking for suggestions and she hasn't really gotten any yet. So maybe we can help her out. Deborah says, I really need help with some either spiritual healing, entity removal, or just plain out venting because I'm sure whatever is happening, someone out there can explain scientifically and I'm totally open to that. Ever since I moved in with my now husband, I have had occasional experiences in our bedroom. We met as management consultants, meaning our life meant flying out to another state to work for our clients every Sunday and flying home every Friday. I found a job in town in 2012 and moved in with my husband, who was still traveling. Quite often on a Wednesday or Thursday night, I would hear someone walk up the stairs and walk across the room, then feel them lay down next to me and stroke my hair. We live in a house that was built in the 1950s, so you hear every sound in the house and you know when people are walking around and where they are exactly. I should probably caveat that several years ago, I learned that the grass park a quarter mile away is a potter's field for an old asylum that was just down the street, and the local university did an archaeological study of mapping out what is still there, and there are quite a few unidentified graves. This is in Schneider Park, Akron, Ohio. Okay, so back to the scariness. So when I first knew I was pregnant... It was two weeks from me resigning from my job to finish my doctorate degree, and I got tired and decided to take a nap. I wasn't asleep yet when I heard something creep up the stairs slowly, and I looked up and saw a black, dog-looking creature creeping up towards the bed like a cat normally does. I looked over the edge, and I didn't see it. Then all of a sudden, it jumped up at me, and I screamed! For some reason... The thoughts that went through my head was that I was pregnant. I know the hormones can give you a weird dream, so I was praying that, that, was go- that that's what was going on uh, and that I wasn't having a demon baby. Well, I found out I was having twins and the entity started making an, an appearance every couple days where it would snuggle up with me and stroke my hair. I would wake up suddenly, hearing the creaking of the stairs and the floor towards me. Then I would feel the weight of it on the bed next to me, and it would stroke my hair and pull me into it and snuggle. Fast forward about four years later, after my twin girls were born, we were moving out of state. I had a ton of sleepwalking instances in those four years, which is a whole other creepy-ass story. Anyways... Lately, at night, I've started to be harassed. 
It would lay with me and snuggle. Then I would get the feeling that it would get pissed because we were leaving. So it starts either pulling the covers on and off my head or totally off of me like it was throwing a fit that we were leaving. Two weeks ago, we moved all of our stuff to our new house and just had a very uncomfortable, flat-ass, futon mattress and air mattress, and my girls were staying the night with Grandma so we could get some renovations done. I was woken up suddenly by my husband, who was on the futon mattress across the room, fighting violently by kicking and pushing something off of him in his sleep. I immediately sat up and turned my phone flashlight on and saw a black haze hanging over him. I told it to go away, and it disappeared. Then I realized it was 3.33 a.m. when I used the flashlight on my phone. So I rolled over and heard him get up and walk across the room and felt his weight on the air mattress as he laid next to me. Only to look up, and he was still over on the futon, so it wasn't even him! The entity then gathered me into its arms and snuggled me into it, and I felt safe and went back to sleep. Now that we were almost done with renovations and ready to sell, it keeps breaking our appliances and also our car and keeps making an appearance in the corner of my eye and knocking random stuff down that would absolutely not fall over by itself. Trust me, I'm a true skeptic. I also sneezed upstairs and heard someone a couple feet away shushing me. (laughs) Oh my God. There was no one there, and I made an achoo, screaming a little at the end. Uh, So I know for a fact that it wasn't an echo, since uh, I didn't even make any semblance of the shushing sound that I heard. So long story not made short. I keep getting randomly nauseous, and the feeling like I all of a sudden am restless and crawling out of my skin, and I know for a fact that I'm not pregnant again. I just feel like something has either attached itself to me, or there are totally scientific explanations, but it's not easy to distinguish. I really and desperately need some advice. Okay, so that was the end of it. But then she also wrote, Does anyone know of a psychic healing in either Akron, Ohio, Frederick, Maryland? Something isn't right, and I need some help. So, uh... At least a day had gone by when she wrote that second thing. So let's help her out. Uh, That sounds absolutely terrible. I mean, the snuggling kind of sounds nice, but um, I agree that would be a major nuisance. And I, you know, for me, I would recommend talking to Elena. And um, if you're not familiar with her, listen to our episode a couple of weeks ago with Elena, and she'll tell you all the ways that you can get a hold of her. Uh, So that was left in the... Facebook group. And thank you guys so much for constantly sending me your ghost stories and your questions and all that stuff. Uh, I would like to ask if you could just make sure you do it either in the Facebook group or on a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't have either Apple Podcasts or Facebook, you could send it to ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. I keep getting messages of stories sent to my Instagram at rosdressvelas or um, my Facebook page. And it's so many places that these ghost stories are coming in. So if we could just keep it to Facebook, Apple Podcasts, or uh, an email, that would be fabulous. On with the show. You guys, I am honored 
to have in the house. Jilly! Yay! Jilly, I'm like such a Mad TV fan. And that's when I first (laughs) fell in love with you. I like distinctly remember certain things that you you did. Yeah, I remember you doing Drew Barrymore. Oh my gosh, one of my favorites. I am so excited to be here. (laughs) Yes. I'm serious. (laughs) But because I, it was so random. I, uh, I, how I met you, I was doing for the the, uh, Better Skin Co., we did this um, campaign Mm -hmm. for all people. And I, Met you. I saw you there, and I was like, "Wait, I know her." Oh, really? Totally. Oh my God, and I I've also that. seen you do stand up like for years. That is so random, and I love it. No, I, I I'm a fan. Oh my god! And I I don't know how it came up, but I had just been with Deborah Wilson like mm-hmm. very shortly before we shot that thing when I met you, and then her name came up, and then it turns out that you guys are like great friends. Yep. She's like, uh, like uh, we call each other sister goddesses. That's she what we is, call each she other. She is truly a goddess. <laughs> she really is. I our, mean, the everything. listeners of the show love Deborah because oh, she, good. she was our first episode was Deborah. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Well, you know, because she's had many experiences. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. Which I didn't even—I couldn't have even—I couldn't have asked for anything better. Like oh. she's, like when I first met her, I was like, okay, I need her in my life. And then it turns out she's like goddess of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And she takes on. She's so like, she's a different level too. Because sometimes when people are ghost hunting, or she doesn't like to call it ghost hunting. She mainly calls it an experience, yeah. like just. And so. Um, and so many people are like, ooh, ah, ooh, oh my God. But she gets empathic with them. Yes. And she can take on the feelings and be in that moment and really like channel them and then be okay afterwards. Like I would be like, it's attached to me forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but she can let actually let it go. It's a pretty, that's a pretty uh, magical person to be able to do that. So being friends with her, you've mm-hmm. probably, have you experienced things with her? Like ghosts? Well, we're big um haunted uh, house people so like when watch we're like already freaks about like it's coming out and we already found like an it maze that we want to do and and yeah we find all these different weird haunted places all the time and we go to them even if it's like in the we went to that I love scary movies I think we spent like four hours in there like taking pictures with all the sets and everything so it's all year round with us like we try to find anything that's like haunted or whatever we try to do and as far as like seriously go hunting um you know we all have like a different translation of what that is and i'm not big into the monitors the evps and all that kind of stuff because i really think it's based on feeling yeah and when you can feel something and that's what we'll talk about like later with what we're developing this tv show is because when you can feel something you become more empathic and you can tell the stories um i used to think that you were supposed to clear things i'd be like where these shows don't clear the space like what is wrong with them let them cross over but i realized that sometimes these energies don't want to cross over that they want to stay here so you don't want to impose that you know it's like going to war with them so you're just like i'm i'm here i'm i'm gonna listen to your message and whatever you have to say and and then i'm will leave you and let you be you know because i'm respectful 
of what's going on. So I've learned that in the past because I've been like, let's clear the space. Yeah, get them out of here. <laughs> Let me get my sage. Come on. Because <laughs> so, I feel like, yeah, I think ghosts exist for many different reasons, but I think that sometimes they maybe sometimes they don't even know that they're ghosts and other times they're like whatever their reality is is probably so different than ours and it's like this is my house why are you trying to get me to leave you guys are bad and i mean and if you want to go to the quantum physics level you know there's different frequencies and we're there's different parallel lives going on there's all these different things so what am i to say that this isn't your house they might be living on a different plane. And if you ever saw, was that movie, The Others? That's exactly yes. what I was thinking with Nicole Kidman. Yes. So they thought they were living and thought she was a ghost and vice versa. Yeah. So it, it that is very, I, I find that that is my truth that I've realized um, because I used to think it was outside of us. Yeah. Um, but because of my experiences, uh, I believe that, you know, we do have these different parallels going on and we got to be respectful. And those energies, like when you feel like, oh, my gut is telling me not to do that. It's your your godlike nature, your your instincts, and I think it's your people around you, your energies around you. They're like, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey don't do that because we see what's going to happen, or we already have experienced it, you know. So we're telling you, don't do that. And then it's like, ah, oh, when you just go through it, like, yeah, I told you, like, ah, oh. and it's really bad. And I think that bad situations when you don't follow your gut happen, and it has to be really bad for you to go. I need to trust this more. And it's a reminder to trust that instincts because I do believe that there's energies around you that are protecting you. If you want that, you have to ask for it too. Yeah. Because there are some people that are closed off, you know? Definitely. And they just, and they have bad energies with them. And I don't believe in, I don't believe in really malicious energies um, because I do believe that whatever you believe is your truth. So I choose so to not. You don't believe that they even exist. Well, I, I know like there's other people that have had experiences and I've, I've witnessed that Deborah had an experience um, that it was a malicious uh, entity. Um, but because I go in and I go, I choose not to believe this. We are what we believe and therefore they don't come to me. So mm. I do feel like if my little the hairs on the back of my neck go up, then I will go, no, thank you. And I'll walk away from this. I don't want to venture into that situation. I just don't want that experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right? Ugh, that's what keeps me up at night. Right? But some people do. Some people thrive off that. I'm like, eh, never mean things. Why? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's, it makes them feel better that they have a better life than that person. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> when did you first have a paranormal experience? I was pretty I was pretty young um and this was a reminder as I got older I guess I had shut it off and I didn't I didn't know this. Um so my first experience that I remember remember was um I was actually going to college in Orlando at UCF and my sister had graduated about uh from FIU earlier so she came to live with me. And I was like all excited because now me and my sister were finally getting along. Like we hated each other growing up. And, you know, now that we're older, it was like, oh, we're going to be roommates and all this stuff. So um, there was we had this apartment um, that was in where like the old orange groves are where by UCF is. And it used to be burial, Indian burial grounds. And I had no idea. So the energy is very thriving or whatever. And um, and I was sitting in my bed. I remember we had like a, a like a double sink. 
And then the doors opened up and you could see the sinks from our bedrooms and they were side by side. And my door was open and I was reading a book on my bed and I looked up and there was this image of a little girl standing there with pigtails. And she had a white T-shirt on and she crossed her arms and leaned against the wall. She had a T-shirt and pigtails? I mean, it was that, that distinct in my brain. Like I saw this image and I went... What the heck is that? And then I just like looked back down at my book and I said, go away, go away, go away. Look back up. And she wasn't there. And I was like, uh, I don't want to sleep alone. I don't. Wanna. So I went into my sister's room and I ran in there and I was like, can I can I sleep in here with you, please? Like, and she was like, yeah, whatever. And I slept in there. And the next morning she went to work and I got a call from her and she goes, what the hell was wrong with you last night? And I was like, oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. And she's like, no, you were at the foot of the bed all night wearing a white t-shirt and pigtails and you were hitting what? my ankles and i went what and she's like you were like i don't know if you're on your knees or whatever because you were like little like and she was like and i kept like telling you in my mind because i was so tired i was like stop and you kept hitting my ankles and <laughs> so i was like oh my gosh like i was like freaking out and then i told her and we were, we both were like, it was freaked out like to the nines. And I was trying to get my sister away from her husband that is now. Um, and cause they were together since she was like 18. And I was like, I hated him. Like since I was a kid, I was like, ugh. <laughs> so I always wanted her to go on dates and I was always trying to set her up. So she went on a date and when she came back from, from her date, all her stuff from her closet was thrown all over the floor. And at that moment, that's when we were like, we need to move. We were like, we're getting out of here because we didn't know what this was. We didn't know because I I had just now started opening up to this and she hadn't told me about stuff when I was a little girl yet. So we slept in the living room together. We had a breakout of these German cockroaches that were coming out in the living room trying to get us like in. We were like sleeping on the floor. They started all of us. We were like, what is happening? We broke the lease. And when we were moving and we were getting all our stuff on the back of my door was carved S-I-X, and it was painted over. And I went, I would have seen that when we moved in. Like, what the heck is that? And I showed it to her. We freaked out. We left. Okay, so that was that. Was that. Wait, I let I it go. so many questions. Right, but watch what happens. Okay. This is what's crazy. So now my sister marries that guy that I couldn't stand, mm-hmm. and now they're married. At their wedding, because now I had moved to Los Angeles. And so it was like about three years later. And and on the plane, I wrote a, a poem that just comes out. Because sometimes when I write, I like just channel and I write with the heart. And then I look at it and sometimes I'm like, that's great. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Um, but this one was in, in the poem. It said, you're going to bring me a little girl. And all this weird stuff. My sister gets pregnant on the honeymoon. And we're, it was Halloween right before she was born. And because she was born in November. So my sister was really pregnant and we played with the Ouija board. Uh Uh-oh. I will never do that again. Never, never. Um, What happened? We were playing with the Ouija board and I asked if I was ever going to have a a kid and it spelled S-I-X. And I went, okay, that was really, I was like, Lisa, that's so weird. And we were like laughing about it. Did you connect it to the yes, apartment? Yes, so we okay. connected to the apartment, and we're like, that's so crazy. And we, you know, just trying to dismiss it. Um, and then my niece was born, Daisy. So she was, my sister got pregnant on the honeymoon, and then my niece was born. 
Um, my niece, when she was little, she took the number six off the refrigerator. You know, the kids have all those magnets yeah. and she would take it and always throw it on the floor, throw it on the floor. So my sister would send pictures all the time and be like, look at this. Look at this is so weird. My niece turned six years old. My sister is sleeping on her bed, taking a nap. She woke up to my niece wearing pigtails, wearing a white T-shirt, hitting her ankles. And my sister called me immediately and I went, so I do believe that she came to visit us before and she didn't want my sister to date anybody else because she needed her to marry this man so then she She could come. And so that was, at that point, that's when I really started opening up, back up again. And that's when my sister told me, you know, when you were little, you used to talk and tell you that you see things. And about like six years old, you shut it down because it was overwhelming for you. Do you remember all that? And I was like, no. And she's like, every morning you would go, I can't hear. I can't hear. Make them stop talking to me. And I was like, I. so then little pieces started to come through like, oh, I do remember like why I would used to like sit on the toilet when I was little. And I would just go like, because it would be like in my ears. And it was like flashes, like memento. Um, and so, and I had convulsions. Like I died when I was two years old. So, oh my. so I think I had a different kind of level of consciousness that my veil is is smaller than a lot of other people i can connect faster yeah so yeah so i believe that they if you are open to it and which i didn't even know i was open to it people will come to visit you they'll let you know like i'm coming and and so that was my first like incredible like huge experience which opened the doors to yeah yeah wait so that so it wasn't a ghost like it wasn't well they it was a so ghosts to me are are energies you know and it could be from past lives it could be from from the future it could be from the future it could be like just letting her know because we're all connected you know and i feel like this is not the only lifetime we've lived you know definitely not no so you know, it could have been from that we were all in a past life together, which I'm sure. And she was letting us know where I'm coming in this form. I'm coming in this form. Like, I know my dog came in this form for me because he was like, this is the only way, bitch, you're going to listen to me. So I'm yeah. coming like this, you know, because the way he looks at me and we communicate, I'm like, you're not just a dog. Like, you're there's something special here. So, um, But what was going on in that apartment with, like, the stuff coming out of the closet? I think it's because she she was mad she didn't want my sister to date somebody else oh yeah okay so i think she was mad and reason i don't know why the all the little cockroaches came and all that kind of stuff maybe it was just to make us aware to be like wake up wake up you guys like i'm here um so but, you guys were thinking that it was a haunted apartment totally, at the time but totally, it really wasn't totally, but it wasn't a haunted apartment because yeah. like ghosts i mean i can't think of many stories where i hear like a little pigtail t-shirt ghost i when i hear a little ghost girl i think full-on ruffles (laughs) and like a dress that goes up to the neck right you know some spooky 1700s or or like the asian uh the asian scary movies where the hair is like all on their face yeah Yeah. oh my gosh like the grudge the grudge oh so good seven days yeah 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 yeah. oh my gosh yeah speaking of 
what do you think of this look I, I'm pulling off today? I think it's fabulous. This gorgeous um, ga- gown that I'm wearing. How well, would you, you also describe have like it? A, you have like an animal print going on, which is like... It yeah. is, yeah. It's a floor-length um, leopard and, and little hints of zebra. And little hints of zebra. But what I really love is that your eyes match the animal's eyes in the dress. Like Thank it is, you. It, it's like, how did you get that look? Like, how did you even... I, I mean, I was I, a tiger in a past life. You must have been. <laughs> okay, back to ghost stories. So when, so now that you're after this experience, you're kind of awoken to this. Yeah. So where does that lead you? Well, that leaded me to really start to open up with the paranormal. Um, so when I would go to comedy clubs, every comedy club is like haunted. I know. Yeah. So when I would go there, the first thing I'd ask is like, oh, my gosh, is, there, is it haunted? Because they're old. A lot of them, like my favorite one was in Fresno at the Improv in Fresno. Or actually, no, no, San Jose Improv. Oh, okay. That one, uh, Houdini and... Um, and Charlie Chaplin used to perform there. So it's very old. Like, it's a, it's an incredible building. But when I first walked in, I went, uh, this is totally haunted. Like, you can feel, that, once you open yourself up, you can feel when things are touching you or present or, like, it, it feels thick. The air feels thick. Yeah. Um, Daisy, my, my niece, came to me in that form. That was, that's a very unusual thing to, to really see something. Um, it's usually uh, just you feel the energy. And mm-hmm. there can be like you can, you know, like when you're driving and something you feel something from the peripheral vision, you're like, what was that? It's like that kind of stuff. So you don't really like see it, see it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people do. Like it just depends. Uh, but the San Jose Improv, we then we finally got we got a ghost hunter that came in and he brought all his like stuff. So the last night we were there, the Saturday night, we went and did a tour and we learned the history of it and why these energies are there. So because I felt it the most like when I was off stage and right before I would get on, there was this weird, it, it was kind of negative. It was uh, um, a thing of like, prove yourself. Like mm. it was that. And I was like, whoa, like you should be like rooting for me, like stop. And I had to sit like and do like a prayer to be like, don't do that to me. I'm here to have fun. I'm not getting in my head. Stop. Like, leave me alone. Like, that was your deal. That's not my deal. Yeah. And then and then I went out there. But I, what we found out in the ghost hunt um, in the history of it is that. These theater companies used to tour and they would sleep in the theaters. They would have like bunks and everything um, and they would sleep there. So this particular theater, um, there was underground. So we went under and there was the whole place where they used to have the bunks. It was probably so spooky. It was creepy. It was really creepy. Um, And everybody died there because there was a fire. So a whole theater company died in that theater. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I went, well, there you go. Yeah. Like that. that was like, that's why I felt that person or whatever that thing was telling me, like, oh, prove yourself. You know, yeah. it was just like, you know, because I went, oh, they're all here, the actors. And, you know, actors are the most insecure people. So, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? It was some actor totally. that was like, who's this? Yes. Yes. I should be up there. All right. And what do you think you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not that's not why I do this. So stop it. Um, but I have another really good one. OK, let's you hear it. OK, um, this one, I was dating this guy. Right. You're going to love this. And his place was always felt uneasy to me. Where and was this here in L.A.? This was here in L.A. It was by um, the Kabbalah Center, like Robertson and uh, Olympic 
that area. Okay. Yeah, it's um, like mid city. Mid city ish. Yeah. Uh, people that don't know, there's a lot of um, Hasidic Jews that live there. Mm-hmm. It's very a religious area. Yeah. Um. So I was dating him, and I remember I could never sleep in his, like in his bed. Like I was always like you know, just fussing around, fussing around, fussing around. And I remember one time I'm like, just like laying there and just staring out. And at the foot of the bed, I felt the presence. Okay. Did it have pigtails? No. Okay. This was just like a presence, right? And the thing is, is that I think um, for me, I feel what the person looks like. I don't see them because I've asked not to see it anymore. After Daisy, I was like, I don't want to see it because it's just too much. Um, so I felt a woman energy. Um, I felt her mad that we were in her home um and she was pacing back and forth of the the bed and i could feel it and so in my mind's eye i said please can you just stop i really need to go to sleep just stop and then i felt the push of the bed like she sat down at the edge of the bed and i'm like okay this is ridiculous i can't i can't deal with this and so i didn't say anything and then the next time i spent the night there the same thing and i'm like okay this I, I And I finally went, okay, in my mind's eye, I was like, okay, I acknowledge you. I know you're here. I have to go to the bathroom. Please don't scare me, mm-hmm. okay? I really don't want to get scared. And I just want to go to the bathroom and come back to bed. I need to go to sleep. So I'm walking out. I'm walking out, and I'm sitting on – I sat down on the toilet, and the door was cracked open. And I just – the door kept going, no, opening up. and I was away, like, lady. Yeah, and then when it opened up, I went, oh, my God, close the door. Boom. <laughs> The door shut. I went. You said it out loud. I did because I was mad because I'm, I'm like, stop messing with me. Yeah. That next morning, I finally said something to the guy. I went. We we're brushing our teeth, and I said, "Who's this woman?" And he goes, "What?" I go, "Who's this woman that paces in your bedroom?" And he dropped his toothbrush, and he goes, "You can see her." <gasps> and I went, "Oh my god." I said, I don't see her. I just feel her. And he goes, why do you think there's a bat by my bed? He goes, I have broken lamps. I have de- I have tried everything to get rid of her. I was like, and that's why like, I have goosebumps. I was like, what? Oh my. Now, this was one situation that I felt that she needed to cross over. Yeah. Because she was, she was stuck. Um, I called in a group of people. And they came in um, and they did a whole thing. And this woman was grateful and she crossed over. So that was an incredible experience. They came in. We had to leave the place um, because they had to do the thing. And then they asked us to come back and to walk into the room and see if it felt different. And it did. It felt light um, because there's a heaviness that you do. What was her deal? She just does her home. And she just was like, that's my man. (laughs) I'm like, you can have him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that was was a pretty like intense experience. Wow. Yeah. So you do you believe that you can communicate with a spirit without verbally saying it? Absolutely. They can hear you without you verbally saying it. I think um, language is a barrier. Um, I think everything is energy. So, I mean, you feel it when people go, you're like, oh my gosh, I think you're so amazing. And you're like, no, you don't think yeah, that. Like, you you're tell. totally like, yeah. So there's a, I think words are just what we as humans have created. So um, 
but we all communicate through energy. And mm-hmm. if you can tap in, and that's why they say meditation is so important um, to meditate every day because that intuition is there. So you know when someone's lying to you. You know to not go into a place that you're like, mm, that just doesn't feel right. These yeah. We have these indicators that are built within us, and we just don't utilize them because we're so stimulated with all this other incredible like material things that we do have. Definitely. Yeah, because... Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Oh, I don't like that lady <laughs> pacing at the bed. That was so scary. That was like, that was ridiculous. But like, you didn't, you did not, so nowadays you don't want to see them. I asked to not see them. I can feel them, but I asked to not see them just because it is scary. Like, you're just like, oh my God, you know, Daisy yeah. was scary. Um, my nephew came to us, came to me before too. So I knew, but I didn't see him. It was an energy that used to run up and down the stairs. And, and when I lived in my other place in LA. And so I told my sister, I said, uh, you're gonna have a little boy. And, and she was like, you think so? And I was like, no, I know. And then, and then he, he was a little boy and he, and then he would run up and down my stairs when he came. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's, I do, I do love I, I do love it. And I love that we're not alone. You know, I used to get a little scared about it, but it's kind of cool that we're not alone. No, it's really cool. Yeah. Like just to think of the possibilities. Why yeah. not? It's fun. Right. But you did your niece when you saw like the spirit that visited you, did she actually end up looking exactly like that? Or was it just sort of a young girl energy? Yeah. Like I didn't see her face. It was oh. more like just you knew it was a little girl. She had pigtails and a white T-shirt. That's all. Like, what do you yeah. mean? See, I try to picture yeah. that when people describe that uh-huh. to me. Like, what? so what? There was just pigtails floating in the air it's, or it's, it no, was just you, too quick or? Like, okay, like when you meet somebody and someone like later on will go like, oh, my God, what they look like. And you're like, I don't know, but I know that she was pretty. You okay. know, something like that. Like, sure. it's, you can't really make out, like, the color of her eyes and what kind of nose she had or mouth or whatever. But you're like, I don't know. But she she just was like, I remember her being really pretty. Like, that- But you could tell, like, like, your instinct in that moment, going back to this whole thing, was not, oh, this poor little girl ran away from her parents. We should get her back to her parents. It was like, oh, no, you're a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, that was not, that didn't feel like, oh, this little girl's stuck or this little girl is lost or she's looking for somebody or whatever. It was all like, hey, you know, that's the energy I felt. It was more like, look at me. And I was like, oh, my God, let's get out of here. Like, it was just like, let's run. Yeah. You know, it, it definitely, it was a different feeling where that woman that was crossing back and forth, you could feel that she was stuck. She was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I'm trying to get this guy out of my place and yeah. what's happening. Like, it was that kind of Swings feeling. at me with a bat. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Meh. but um, yeah. And then it's just progressed after that. And I met Deborah and. You know, and me and Debra just went crazy with it all. And and it's so fun. Are You guys are like trying you're working on like filming stuff. Or? Well, I'm we're, we're working on and it's not me and Debra. This one is uh, I was on a TV show called Reno 911. Uh, my favorite. Carlos Alas Rocky. He played Officer Garcia. Yes. Uh, me and him became like 
brother and sister on camera and off camera. And we toured together for four years as comics. Wow. And yeah. Like he's like he he's, was also the Chihuahua, the yes. Taco Bell Chihuahua. Yo Taco Bell. That, that was him. Yes. Yeah. He like bought a house from that. I'm oh, like, amazing. damn. Um, and he's Rocco from Rocco's Modern That's Life. That's right. Yep. Oh, iconic he's, work. I mean, his work is just impeccable. Like, he's so great. And then his daughters now are booking. I'm like, you guys are booking more than me. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a kid voice. Stop. <laughs> so, um, but we toured. And then when we would tour together, what I loved about touring with Carlos was um, we are both hyperactive. Like, when we're together, like, you're two peas in a pot. Like, we kind of shorthand talk. There's no, like, judgment. We, if I tell him to just be quiet a second, like, he's like, okay. Like, he doesn't go, oh, God, what's wrong with you? You know, he's like, okay. You know, because we just, we have that camaraderie. And so um, as we toured together, most comics, um, they're drinkers and they sleep all day in the hotel and all that stuff. Where with me and him, we're like, let's get up in the morning and let's go ghost hunting. <laughs> like, <laughs> Really? So we would like go and explore and like find different like weird venues and like do activities and stuff. But I remember we were in Kentucky um, during the Kentucky ice storm and we went to a graveyard and we were walking around this graveyard. And this is where the idea of the TV show came up is because Carlos is a non-believer. A hundred percent. He doesn't believe in any of it. He thinks it's ridiculous. He always has a, a scientific approach to it. And he's like, no, because of the wind, because of those law. And I'm like, I want to prove to you that there's something other than just what is right here. Like there is something other. So we would go to these um, different places and I try to spook him and things like that. So eventually it just just evolved into we need to have a TV show. And we want to call it The Witching Hour. And on this TV show, we and and I don't have to worry about like somebody stealing it because it really is us that make it work because it is the personalities of us that uh, it's the he said, she said, where it's like, did you feel something? Did I feel something? And I want to put him in situations where he actually can feel something. So so there's no uh, monitors. There's no anything like that. We have a celebrity guest that comes on. We get to travel. So there's a whole, you know, feeling of, you know, travel and food. And so you get kind of the best of both of all the worlds of all those reality shows where it's like a food, you know, travel and then you get to travel and then and then you get the celebrity guest and then you have ghost hunting all in one. So it's it's kind of a confusing pitch. You know, because people haven't seen that before, but they really love us. So we're just like, screw it. We're going to just film all of the episodes and we're going to make it happen because we have enough celebrity guests that we can bring on. And what that celebrity guest does, it kind of what it will do is it'll lean towards me or to him. And that'll be kind of the meter of like, yes, this place is haunted or, yep, you know, I agree with Carlos. There's nothing here. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love to see a skeptic like believe. Me too. We had one of my best friends is Joseph Reitman, which he's from that TV show Happy that's on Sci-Fi, and okay. uh, and he's done uh, like Lady in the Water and uh, and um, that other one, the big boat thing, that one, Perfect Storm, Titanic, oh. Perfect Storm. Oh, that's a bigger boat. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that one's way bigger. He had the Ma- the Wahlberg guy on there. You know, good vibrations. Come on, come on. <laughs> but he, uh, we had him as our celebrity guest on the little sizzle that we did. And he did, he said, look, 
I don't know if I felt anything, but I was definitely creeped out because we were like in this old like cellar that was really cool. And we put him in there and we actually put him in alone. We like tricked him. Uh-uh. And I was like, because he's my best friend. So I was just like, hey, we'll be right back. And then like we left and we had walkie talkies and we were talking to him um, through the walkie talkies. And he was like, look, I definitely got creeped out. Like it was definitely lots of air pockets in there. And he was like, you could hear things that I necessarily didn't think I would be able to hear like I'm in a cement area and he's like I could hear little weird things he's like so he goes I don't know if that's a ghost or what but I definitely know it was creepy creepy either yeah. way yeah God. yeah that's in post right now you're so. like such a perfect guest for the show I that's why when you were like ghost I was like what I was yeah. like oh my gosh yes <laughs> do you want to hear some ghost voices yes okay it is time for EVPs or EV please. So here's what I do. Okay. I go to YouTube. I find ghost hunters that have caught a ghost voice. Okay. And I want you to guess what the ghost hunter is believing that this ghost uh, is saying. Okay. 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 So just give it a listen. Okay. Tell me what you think you hear. Now, this came from the YouTuber's name is Spirit Research NE. And it Oh, it's it's in Florida. Oh, I picked it for you. It's you. at um in Indian River. Is that a? I think it's a it's county. Indian River. I don't oh, even know like where that casino. is. Casino. Sounds like a casino. Um. Okay. Here it is. Tell me what you think you hear. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think he farted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it again. I think it's like a loud like. But it's say, I don't know uh, this, what that is. according to Spirit Research NE. What he say? They believe it says something. Really? Do you have any guess? Let's try one, one more. more time. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think it says? Okay, here's a couple options. Okay. Is it A, save the drama for your mama? <laughs> is it B, turn around? It could be like um, mm. a Bonnie Tyler total eclipse of the yeah. turn around. It could be that. Or it could be turn back time. It could be a share. It fan. could be. I reckon turn back time. Or it could just be someone saying Tina Turner. Yep. Okay, try it. Let's listen. Hmm. It's turn around. It's turn around. It's definitely turn around. It is because of the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I think it's someone just going, Tina Turner. <laughs> Maybe she was playing at the Indian River Casino. She could be, yeah. And they're like, I loved her. That was a. Uh, that one's hard, though. That that's one you're a like, Evie, please. Yeah, Evie, please. Okay, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, this came from the same uh, YouTuber. Okay. So someone's like talking, but there's right. like a whisper Definitely. over it. Okay, let's try it again. Ooh. I'll do it again. I don't know. That's creepy, though. It Whatever is creepy. that is. It sounds like just someone's heavy breathing on that person. I like, know. You know, that's not some cute ghost, ghost breath. Mm-mm, that's no. stinky breath. That's some years of mm-hmm. ghost rot. Any guesses? What do you think? Or let me see. Okay, here's some options. Yeah. Hell yeah, Jackie. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's just some. Bit. It kind of sounds like Hell Yeah, Jackie, when you play it back now. It could be B, Hell Satan, which it Ooh. really sounds like that. Listen. 
Oh, I got goosebumps on that one. Ew. Um, Ew. Is it C? Take the trash out. I don't know. Maybe they, someone didn't do their chores in the afterlife. Or D, just random. It sounds like Hail Satan. It does. Right? Oh, my God. Okay, they thought that it said, hell yeah, Jackie. No! But I think it could be a Hail Satan. You heard it? I got goosebumps again. It does say that. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I quit. So okay, awesome. we have to wrap this up. Oh my god, I love it so much. I'm so happy you're here. Yes, thank we you. We need to do an episode that's you and Deborah. Yes. No, we need to all go ghost hunting. <gasps> Let's do it and recap it on the show. Why don't we, when we're recording the the TV show, we uh, invite do, me? Yes, and we'll do, record also the the podcast. Also down. Let's do that. I'm there. Done. Carlos will be like, oh yeah. That'll oh be my awesome. god. Yes, yes. Let's do it. Yes. 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 Okay. Where can people find you? What's going on? You have a comedy special. Yes, I do. Um, I actually brought you guys a couple of little flyers. Um, it's Thank called you. White Latina. Love that. Um, it's on tons of streaming platforms. But if you have Amazon Prime, it's free for Prime members. Um, and my full name is Jill Michelle Melian, but everyone calls me. Jill. Jilly. You know, yeah. it's just way easier. The boys like to call me JMM. I'm like, really, guys? Really? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you can find me JillyOnline.com. Uh, all social media is JillyOnline. Also, I'm more heavy on Instagram. So hit me up on that. That's better. I love your yeah. Instagram. I love it, too. It's so fun. I love all your pictures. Thank like, you. Yay! Love it. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being on. And I say us because Mr. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Mr. Jackson, your puppy's been here this whole time. Yeah, he took a nap. He's like, she's talking about ghosts again. Whatever. Oh, here she goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you guys so much for listening. I cannot wait because my birthday is this weekend. And we are going to be celebrating uh, at Casita del Campo at the Cavern Club Theater in Silver Lake, Los Angeles, California, this Saturday, the 19th, because it is the first ever Ghosted Live. It is officially sold out. So I think it is safe to say that um, I'll be doing lots more live shows coming up, and hopefully I'll be coming to where you live at some point, uh, maybe in 2020. Now, if you did not get a ticket to Ghosted Live and you would like to here in Los Angeles, there will probably be a very, very small handful of tickets that you can just go. You can show up at like the show's at eight. I would recommend you come at like 6 p.m., eat some dinner. The food's delicious there. You'll put your name on a list that is, um, you know, you talk to the bartender or something, they'll tell you how to do that. And uh, first come, first serve, there'll be a couple of tickets ready to be sold. And I hope that you get to see the show. And then on Sunday, the 20th, I'm going to be in Oxnard for Ross Matthews's Dragtastic Bubbly Brunch. And I cannot wait. Um, the last time, there were so many of my ghosted booze that were there. And it was so nice to see you all. And that's my actual birthday, the 20th. And I can't wait. Oh, guys, so many wonderful things are happening. Halloween is only like a little over a week away. So please stay spooky. I love you all both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.